Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Everything Iconic. You guys, I'm here with Jerry O'Connell, Bravo Icon. Am I an icon? Housewives historian. Am I an icon? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Do you don't feel that? You were in Jerry Maguire. Oh, um, yeah. I thought you meant on Bravo. I was like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if Bravo's play-by-play makes me a Bravo icon at this point. I don't know if I'm on Kelly Benson status <laughs> yet. <laughs> Kelly, we've been on this show before, too. Kelly has? Kelly has. But it was, a, it was like bookings? a call-in. It was a call-in. Oh, was a call. Well, still, I mean, but, what do you mean? How do I get it? I DM Kelly Ben Simone and I say, call in. Then she calls me from a cab and she tells me, uh, what is she? I so know. hold on a second, just because I need to know this stuff. Because for Bravo's play by play, I would like to book Kelly Ben Simone as well, especially. You know when I would have liked to have talked to her if this show that I do, Bravo's play by play, was on after the Cartagena trip, mm-hmm. if. I could have gotten her on the show to interview her about what it's like to go on housewives trips, like to give us some insight as to what happens. Don't you want all the unedited footage from scary Island? Like I think that three part is the best three part thing that's ever been shown on Bravo. Um, scary Island was good. I'm actually going to say Cartagena was better better? because I'll tell you why going into Cartagena expectations were super low and actually a few, uh, even after the first episode, I was like, I guess Bethany's crying. They're going shopping. Carol and Bethany are having a thing. Dorinda really stepped it up for Dorinda all of did. us. She did. And also, the diarrhea really stepped it up. <laughs> Ramona's but I, shit. I, I, and, and, and I challenge you to answer this. I really want your opinion. Yeah. I have never laughed as hard as I did during that boat trip. 100%. Was that the hardest you've ever laughed on any Housewives show well, yes or no? No, not the hardest. But oh. I will say that I actually laughed harder on the Cartagena trip when Dorinda had the Joker makeup on. Right, right. Like to me, that was funnier right. because it was like she was I, just the fact that they were all going about the scene. And Bethany was the only one to call it out and say, are you going to let her look like that? Right. <laughs> I'm actually I got to tell you, I was team Carol there. Dorinda in her very clear uh, state of mind at at that time when her makeup was like that in Cartagena. By the way, I love being on this podcast because I don't have to explain like backs. Like if I'm no, on like, right let's say it. I'm on like Kathy Lee and Hoda, I'd have to be like, hey, well, what we're talking about is uh, Dorinda, um, who's the Megan Nice girl. Um, they went to Cartagena and it was the end of the night and she had a crazy night and her makeup was all over the place. It's really funny. Take a look at the clip. Wait, um, Jerry, weren't you on the show? Weren't you on Kathy Lee and Hoda when they were premiering Kathy Lee's new video with yeah, man. I was on it. I love her. I talk about her on the show a lot because I love Kathy Lee. Yeah. But, By the way, there's a slot open in the New York Housewives. I'm going to say <sighs> right here, uh, Kathy Lee would make a would make it. a pretty good addition. I Actually, I have, a, I have a really fun um, take on the New York Housewives. I, I do not want to forget about my Dorinda take in a second. Yeah, sorry. But um, Kenya Moore, Atlanta. Sorry, we're bouncing around from franchises. Left Atlanta. To be with her new hot husband with the nose ring in Brooklyn, right. who's a restaurateur. <laughs> Put her in New York. Put her in New York. Yeah. 
What do you think about... Wait, go back to your Dorinda take. I'm going to go back to my Dorinda take. We were talking about her lipstick. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had an edible. Um, <laughs> Did you really? Uh, yeah, of course. Oh my God. Yes. I'm kidding, sort of. Um, I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm not. Uh, with Dorinda... Oh, 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 yeah. I was talking about how the trip in Cartagena ended up being better than Scary Island in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's interesting. I thought it was excellent. I, I do disagree. I think Scary Island, to me, I don't know, maybe it's because well, I here, need more time away from Cartagena. Right. Here's the deal. Scary Island was amazing because it was the first. Right. And it was almost like, it, it's almost like saying like a work of Shakespeare. It would be, you know what? I, we shouldn't even compare the two. Right. It would almost be like trying to like <laughs> compare like, like the bodyguard to the bodyguard script to Hamlet. Like both are good in their own ways. Sure. You know what, Jerry? This is why I love you on Play by Play. So I watched the premiere. Yeah. And uh, tell me honestly. Yeah. What did you think? Thoughts, everything. I what, think this it, is a really, like, yeah, yeah. like uh, tell me tell me what you thought. I loved you on it. I think you can tell in your face, like, you're so excited. You're so passionate. What I loved, every time they cut to your face, and you would, I think at one point you were, when you were talking about, when you were talking to Andy and he said Carol's Trumpian, and you could see your face. It was like, you were so fucking passionate about these people. Right. You love Housewives. You love Bravo. You take it seriously, which as a fan, as someone who loves that stuff, that's what we want to see on TV. So I loved that. Right about the play-by-play. And I think it's a great show. My only thing is I, sure, I would wish me. that there was like maybe a rotating panel around you okay. with more women. That All was, right. that, that'd be my, um, it's listen, it's, it's crazy because it's kind of a new thing. Right. I mean, I know the people's couch was a show that was on Bravo, but this is like, it's kind of a new thing. It's, and it's a little bit of a big swing for Andy and our other boss, Michael Davies. I don't know if you've had any, any interactions with him. Super smart guy who actually um, runs a production company that runs watch what happens live. So this is sort of like, this is sort of like the offshoot of watch what happens live. I, 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 um, you know, I mean, (laughs) I mean, not to get all, um, you know, Baba Walters on all of this, but like, (laughs) it's sort of the view of Bravo, you know, I'll tell you, my my biggest concern was making sure you, the ladies of another podcast bitch you were sesh. on, Bitch Sesh, can be downloaded wherever podcasts right. are downloaded. <laughs> we love the Bitch Sesh girls, um, yeah. I, You know, I was very concerned going in. I, I have to tell you, every time I read any script, get into any topic with everyone and I'm on that table, I really think... What what is Danny and the bitch sesh girls gonna? What are <laughs> no, they gonna? Jerry. What are they gonna say about you this? I'm I'm joking, but I'm not I'm not I'm actually not f- joking at yeah. all. But I will say I truly 100. percent I'm not even bullshitting you. I, you can see that when watching you and I talked about this on my show before I even knew you were coming on. I right. said you can tell he loves it. He's a fan. He's into it. So it's so it's interesting. You know, I mean, it's it's funny. We had an original title for the show that was promptly scrapped because obviously it did it we are not not inclusive but it sounded uh, exclusive and we are not in your defense though with that i will say though that bravo had been selling real men by bravo merch for a while and people seemed to enjoy it yeah look we all have twitter we know how it goes you know i mean it's it's probably better that gender is not mentioned in in the title Listen, uh, uh, why it's fun for me is I'm able to talk not just like once every couple months when I go and watch What Happens Live mm-hmm. about Vicky Gumbelson's love tank. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun for me. Uh, yeah. It really, <laughs> it really cracks me up. It really cracks me up that I go to meetings in a conference room <laughs> and 
they <laughs> want to hear like a group of people want to hear my opinion on what Steve Lodge's intentions are. <laughs> and when I start to go into it, a bunch of people look down at their computers and type down what I say. <laughs> it's amazing. And I look around the room and I go, yeah, this is, yeah. this is what I'm it's talking about. You know, I always feel with this podcast, like some, when it's a good episode of housewives or married to medicine or Shaz or something, sure. anything on Bravo, when it's a good episode, you feel like you have to, I feel like I have to take to the microphone. I'm like, I just, I have so many thoughts and feelings about it. And so I'm sure I imagine it's the same well, way. You're it's like, really funny. You McConkey. The bitch sesh gals. Some of the funniest podcast episodes are like the five minute episodes. Like, hey, yeah. um, I know we're on vacation, but I, I just watched the reunion. I'm so sorry. I gotta say this. What the fuck is going on with Bethany and Carol? Oh my god! It's just it really. It's like it's almost like breaking news. Right, like. Right. It like really, I have to get these thoughts out. It really cracks me up. And, it really makes me laugh. And the Bravo fans, the people that are so passionate, like, we need this. We need to talk about it. It's like, it, it is our sports. It's like, this is our Super Bowl. When when we have a reunion where it's Bethany versus Carol, like, we need to get it out. Well, it's also, it's our, it's our meet the press, you know? Right. I mean, but instead of, hey, um, I was about to say, instead of talking about Trump, we talk about, um, you know, uh, Kelly Dodd and her inability to get over Mike. Leanne <laughs> Locken's um, hands. <laughs> um, love me some Kelly Dodd. Yeah, she is she your favorite? Who's your favorite? Um, I can't say who's my favorite. Like That's like saying like, who's your favorite singer. I, I I love Kelly Dodd. Yeah, I like this new gal, Gina. Gina K. I can't oh, say you her like last Gina. name. Yeah, I like her yeah. a lot. You don't? Like no, her. I do like Gina. I do like Gina. I just feel that the divorce storyline is confusing because we're not seeing him. I think it's awesome. She came into a franchise. Came into a franchise. Not just came into a season. Came into a franchise. Knowing she was going to get divorced. Have you seen pictures of her soon to be ex husband online? It's gorgeous. That's why I want man. more of him, Jerry. <laughs> um, I'm like, give me more of this man, Matt. He's attractive. Uh, what do you think is going on? Do you think he is in, already in another relationship? You know, I had heard that he can't do it because of his job, which I'm not sure that I believe. I don't believe it. At and all. I think he backed out at the very last minute. This is what I've, sources that I've heard from, I don't know that's true, but that he backed out at the last minute and they were going to. A downgrader to a friend of, but then you know a lot of the storylines are centered around this whole thing, and so now she's. But the, I had heard it, it happened at the last minute. He was supposed to film. Don't know if that's true. Where do you think Northern LA is? What? <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, and I shouldn't have to explain this, uh, but um, Gina is continually saying that her husband is living in Northern LA. Right, and right. I had never heard of that. Is it North Hollywood? Like, well, where, where, what are we talking here? It's funny that you say that because I'm rewatching old seasons of New York, and Kelly Ben Simone at one point, Countess Luann asks her, like, where, um, what neighborhood is this? You know, she's at Kelly's house, and she's like, I don't know. I just call it downtown. And they're like, but she's like, but where? And she's like, it's just, I call it downtown. That's what it is. And it's like, Kelly. And that's so Kelly, too. It's just like, Kelly. Kelly's just going by her own rules. and Systematic bullying. Systematic bullying. She's, like, she's making up terms. Oh, I, how can I forget? It's a classic case of systematic bullying, which is... Is that a medical term? I just want to know what that is, systematic bullying. I want to just know. I, I don't it understand. Means, it it means just continual yeah. bullying. Okay. okay. I didn't know that that okay. was like a okay. real term diagnosed. How is um how is it going back? Oh, I love it. I think New York is really fun to rewatch. I, I have this like Patreon, which is a subscriber thing. Uh-huh. So people, I recap old episodes, and it's just so bizarre. It's um, a different show back then. It's so funny. I um, it, I mean, it sounds so interesting to me, and I'm not sure I can do that because I'm on Bravo play by play. I have to like, I usually have. Uh, uh, let me tell you why it's a, a little bit of a tough job. Is for each episode, I have. You know, I have to watch an hour episode of Shaz, an hour mm-hmm. episode of Married to Medicine, 
hour episode of Orange County, when New York was on an hour episode of New York, and I'm missing two others. So I have about a Below Deck, which is coming on next week, right. and Below Deck Med when they had their reunion. So I had about, for each episode, eight hours that I had to view. That's a lot. Now, I know that sounds like fun, and it's like, oh my God, that's my dream job. But I got to tell you, I get it. Like you can't watch eight hours of straight television. You uh, you cannot do. I know everyone's like I Netflix and chill. I can do it. I'm telling you, you can't do it because because also there's a lot of like pausing and being like, huh? Um, yeah, I got to talk about Captain Lee and Kate's relationship. That's like no other relationship. Is it a father daughter relationship? Mm-hmm. Is it a is it a is it a working relationship? Is it is it a, a, a loving like are they lovers? Like I need to like and so you sit down and like write like mm-hmm. a paragraph yes. of like what your thoughts are on that. And it's really I I can't believe I'm complaining about no. this job, but. It's like it's borderline work, you know. Jerry, I totally get it because I do it. I mean, I, I do it for this podcast. I and know, it's like, I hear but I don't you even say, care. I don't cover that many shows. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Like you covering all those shows. Like I don't cover Below Deck. I I like married. I watch Married to Medicine for fun, but yeah. I don't. I'm not talk about it much on this show. Yeah. But it t- it does feel like a lot of work. And when you're taking notes to try to recap it or whatever, it's a lot. It's it's cr- it's and really I, crazy. You know, people, everyone tells me you got to get into 90 Day Fiance, and so I got into that. I got into before the 90 days. I've I've heard you recently talking about it. I've also <laughs> heard the ladies over at Bitch Stash. I'm so sorry I'm giving them so many plugs on your. No, I love them. Podcast Casey here. and Danielle are amazing. Um, you know, I know I'm only here to talk about Bravo, but. Uh, that is that is Darcy a show and as Jesse. well. <laughs> Darcy and Jesse are great. <laughs> Darcy and Jesse. Darcy and Jesse are the people in England, right? They're the ones. Uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Darcy. Oh, is the I'm one so with, sorry. Darcy's oh, the Valerie God. Cherish. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Who right, everyone right. Did, everyone is so mean to her. I don't yeah. understand why you like you don't let me cook the steak. Let me cut the steak. Oh. That I just want to cut it. Well, oh, fine. You want to cut it yourself? Just cut it. That's you know, this is like bullshit. Like, she's always telling me what to do. Like, I don't even like want babe, to like... Babe, just come on. Babe, what? it's for the kids. No, I know how my kids crazy. like it, And babe. then, of course, they're, like, they're fighting the entire time, and then he leaves at the airport, and they're like suddenly like loving with each other, and she's like, I'm going to miss him so much. And it's like, we just like... Love my life. Fighting. <laughs> love my life. I mean, you know, I used to love my life. Those poor kids I have know, to endure that. Oh, it's yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Whatever. your favorite non-housewives? By the way, if I get anything wrong, like... We'll edit it out. Uh, no, I don't even care. Please air all of it. But if I get anything wrong with Bravo, it's amazing now. Like how many people are like Kelly Benson is the one who said right. systematic bullying. It was right. actually it was Ramona. When you when you take this job, you have to be like a, a specialist. And there's a lot of stuff going around in that head. When you put in all these shows, all of a sudden it's all mixed up. You forget like what Mike did on Chaza Sunset. You think that's what yeah, you know, Leanne you did? <laughs> like not it's, sure. It's funny. I mean, I hope it doesn't come off that I play favorites to housewives, you know. But I mean, it really is how I got into this whole yeah. mess, you know. What's your favorite non housewives? I guess the below decks. Yeah, yeah. Either that or Opreski. That was a joke, everyone. I was really joking. Don't <laughs> talk about Opreski. No, but did you? <laughs> the have worst you ever one seen? All. Have you watched any of like those one season wonders, like a Gallery Girls or Princesses of Long Island? Like have. And yeah, the, I've given them chance. Yeah. I give, I, I yeah, give yeah. everything on Bravo a shot. Yeah, I give everything a shot. Yeah, I, you know what? I really, and this is really going to make me sound like a shill, but um, I trust Bravo programming, and I've trusted it for a long time. I'm much older than all of your listeners and all you whippersnappers here, but we have an old demographic. There was a <laughs> there was a show called uh, Show Dogs, Moms and Dads. Oh, you know, I'll tell you a really funny story. So I work for Andy Cohen now, who is great, and I really appreciate him. Not only on camera as a host of Watch What Happens Live, I think he is one of the best late night sh- hosts out there. Like right. when they talk about Kimmel and they talk about Cor- 
Corden and talk about Colbert and Fallon, Cohen should be mentioned with all of them. You know, my wife and I have been watching Bravo for years, and I made a reference in front of Andy Cohen about show dogs, moms, and dads. <laughs> and for those who definitely don't know what I'm talking about, that cut. was a show on Bravo 13, 14 years ago, maybe, about basically best in show dogs or like agility dog owners <laughs> and their trainers and the dogs. And it yeah. was best in show, but it was done like a real reality show, not like a joke, like yeah. the uh, Christopher Guest people did. We never discipline our dogs. These babies can do whatever they want, and we never get upset. What's the point of even having a dog if you can't play dress up with it? After all, dogs are the new babies. I don't have kids. These are my kids. My life revolves around these dogs. And it was hilarious. And there was this one character who had like a I think she had a Wamaraner, I'm saying that wrong, a Wamaraner, whatever yeah. it's called. And the dog's name was Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> and she like Chelsea, she took Chelsea on a walk on the beach and I recall and Chelsea cut her paw and she was going Chelsea, Chelsea. And it was like a full on like triage like with the bleeding paw and everything and it was really funny. And I made a reference to show dogs moms and dads to Andy Cohen and he said, uh, I was the executive on that show. Yeah. I I brought that show to the network. And I was like, wow, like He's given yes. us so much. Well, like, of course he has. That's why, like, it's so funny when you listen to people or you like people. It's like you're you have similar tastes, and they're always going to bring you interesting material. And he's he's been bringing interesting material yeah. for coming up on two decades now. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned that show dog show, and I always feel like sometimes I'll be like asleep or something. I'll wake up from a nightmare, and just one of these like random Bravo facts pops in my head. Like uh, Kristen Takeman's pop of color will just like come, and I'll be like thinking about her nail polish business, and it's like, I, I, like why does this thing taking up space in my Kristen head? Kristen Takeman, right? Do you feel like that? Like some of this, oh, some of the deep cuts will just kind of randomly pop up. It's funny when I watch the shows. And I try to come up with theories. Uh, and I've often done this with my wife, but it was just like conversing with my wife. And now I'm like really like doing the show Bravo's play by play. So we commented on one of our earlier episodes briefly about the New York three-part reunion that that happened. And I was really trying to break down, you know, Bethany and Carol and trying to come up with theories as to why it went south. So I try to go back a little bit to like, if you recall, when Carol, in Carol's first season, Bethany had a cry sesh about something. I don't know what it was about. And I remember Carol being like, hey, whoa, 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 I don't do this. And she right. like chucked her a pillow and she was like, wipe your tears away. And she was like, I'm supposed to, Bethany was like, I'm supposed to wipe my tears with this pillow. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's buy it. It's $2. Like, and I can't do it. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Do you so need sorry. a hug or no. is that going to make you cry more? No, I'm not, not a hugger. No, and, and I don't even know you're cry. so weird. I, I, I want to talk to the person that works here and cry to them because it's even, because it's weird. I just want to miss anything with her. I was panicking because I'm not good in a very emotional situation. So I was like, oh, wow. So uh, it's amazing that like I was like trying to come up with like a theory as to like, uh, I don't know. Bethany is thinks Carol is, is supposed to be this caring person, but Carol has never said Carol, that she, she was that she person. She showed her that up front. Um, yeah, she said yeah. up front, I'm I'm not a hugger. And so it's fun to sort of go a little deeper and try and come up with theories, especially when you get history with yeah. people for a while. It's really fun watching Vicky Gumbelson and sort of like going back to uh, Don. 
And I mean, and still, she's still referencing Don. She's like, she's still in the current episodes is like, I, you know, stay with your husband. And then she'll say something about Don. And it's what's so great about housewives and the fact that they've been on so long is because you think back and like, we've been watching since the beginning, you could be like, Oh my God, I remember Don when they were happily married and she's been through a couple relationships since. Well, this is another interesting aspect about watching the housewives and why it's different really than any other show. A, because it's real life and not make-believe like all those characters on Grey's Anatomy. I still um, have Grey's. <laughs> um, I know. I don't know why I said Grey's Anatomy. I'm 15 right. seasons in. Listen, I'm going down look, ship. Look, okay. I'm so sorry. It's not... It's, <laughs> How dare it's, you? No. It's all real life. It's not make-believe like all those characters on Murphy Brown. Yeah, fuck Murphy <laughs> Brown. <laughs> um, but it's been really fun, like, especially like... Oh, I, I'll, I'll tell you when I felt like I had some secret knowledge and I was screaming at the, at the screen. Earlier this season on Orange County... Vicky Gumbelson, Tamra, and Shannon went to Mexico for one of their famous Mexico trips. Mm-hmm. And we were really excited about it because there's always like shenanigans that go on there and they all go to Andale's that bar and there's usually Tamra exposing herself and it's fun. Swooping <laughs> it up in Mexico has always been one of my favorite things to do. Um, but they went down there and if you recall, Vicky Gumbelson's newest love interest, Steve Lodge, said, quote, and this might not be the exact quote, so off my back, people, but yeah. something along the lines of, don't do anything your grandchildren are going to be <laughs> ashamed of you doing. And oh, she, and she went down to Mexico, and she was on very good behavior, and it was really fun for us to watch, because we've seen her down there lose her right. shit, like, go become a different person, and that's what's so fun about right. Vicky is, she is... She's a party animal, and she was changing who she was because of this dude. Yeah, and it, like I found myself like really like screaming at the set, like this: "You're not being true to yourself." <laughs> you're not yourself. And what's so funny is we know Vicky better than Vicky knows mm-hmm. her. Like we can jump yes. through the screen and go, "You're not being yourself. <laughs> yes. You're changing yes. who you are. Yes. That's never going to work right. for you. It's never right. going to work out." Mm-hmm. Vicky, listen to us. If you wanted to work with Steve Lodge. Be yourself. Show him who you are. If he still loves you, then he's the one. If he doesn't, time to move on. Yeah, yeah. I I totally get that. I totally feel you. It's like you're screaming through the TV. Uh, Jerry, I want to ask you about some of the other franchises. So Beverly Hills... What do you make of the? Have you uh, looked into this LVP stuff? Allegedly, there are reports that people so, are mad so, at her. So, uh, so uh, this is where we're going to get into a really fun. This is where we're going to get into a really fun conversation. Right. Um, well, I guess, what was the I, guess rest I, of I, that? I, I guess the <laughs> listeners will be will be the judge of that. What have we been doing here, Jer? You were talking about currently. If you follow behind Lisa, the scenes stuff, if you follow Lisa Renna or Teddy Mellencamp or Erica Jane on on social media. They were claiming on social media right now that Lisa Vanderpump was not oh, – oh, oh, I shouldn't say that. That one of the housewives was not yes. at a photo shoot that they were taking that they can take like, photos cast separately. Photo. Now, it's really funny. As a Bravo employee now, mm-hmm. I got into – I'm not even joking when I say this – serious trouble for saying on social media that – there was potentially a new castmate on Beverly Hills. Denise. Okay. Is allegedly who you got in, in yes. trouble with. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's over now. I mean, <laughs> um, and I, I didn't know that that was not officially right. announced. It was a, a rumor. Because the like Bravo we fans, all talk we about, all knew about it. But. We all knew about it, but it was not officially announced. Right. And I... Didn't know the difference between official announcements and just announcing between all of us. Right. 
talking about it on right. podcasts at home and seeing it on their social media is like they're Correct. filming you know you could see that Rena is with uh Denise so you can see that So they, I so you got in big trouble for that I got in big trouble oh. man I got a real I thought for sure it was just announced that I was going to be on Bravo's play by play and within days of that I incorrectly made a semi-official announcement about a new cast member. You're like, and here's I was, Denise on Beverly Hills. I was, <laughs> I was seriously scolded for it. And I'll tell you when I was really worried yeah. is Andy Cohen is a personal friend of mine. So he's a friend before he's my boss. He's my boss now, but before all of that, he's my friend. Yeah. And if he asked me to do something, I would do it as a friend, not as a, he, I, right, I right, just, right. I, I, while I, I just love him. I saw him in an interview. Someone said to him, so the newest cast member has been announced. And he said, no, they haven't. And they said, well, yes, they have. Right. They said to his face, Jerry O'Connell said this. And he said, Jerry O'Connell knows nothing. That's what he said in an interview. He went, he knows nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He knows that nothing. Don't, he, don't ask him what's going on. Yeah, he's not making Because Jerry O'Connell knows nothing. Yeah. And I was really scared, man. Yeah. I got scared. Now, that said, what you're referring to with this right. <laughs> argument, so what do you know I typically am not supposed to uh, well, I'm not supposed to talk about the making of these things. Okay. So let's That say, said, hold yeah, on a second. Okay. We all know it's <laughs> it's out there because right. they put it on social media, so I'm allowed to comment on other people's social media. Yeah, cuz Erica and Rena did put it out there. It is my opinion that if certain cast members of Beverly Hills who are from England Dogs named Jiggy. And Don't want to <laughs> take a photo shoot with other people. They've earned that place where they don't have to. Interesting. Interesting. Now, what do you hope to see, like, as a, a just a fan who saw last season, like, what do you think would not, I mean, I don't even know what we know from behind the scenes, but what do you hope happens next season on Beverly Hills? Um, do you think they will step up the drama or should step up the drama? Because well, last season was a little... I didn't mind little. last season. I love me some Dorit. Yeah, I'm trying to like. Let me just think if I get in trouble for saying this. And how about I this? You don't know, think I do? Hold on yeah. a second. Teddy Mellencamp, who I have met, and is extremely beautiful, and her husband super hot. Yeah. In person, watching last season, I didn't like the crying tactic. I prefer, especially in these shows, if Erica Jane leaves your house, get in her face and say, "Why did you right. leave my house? Right. Don't cry and say it hurt my feelings." I prefer confrontation to a passive aggressive like yeah emotional aggression yeah you know what i'm saying so that kind of bothered me but you know what dorit for me is one of the she's up there she's 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 a baller yeah yeah yeah. her style i'm gonna say something controversial yeah the best of any housewife the best of any housewife really better than Another housewife, also on Beverly Hills, who some people would say is the best. Rina. No, it's Erica. She's saying Erica. <laughs> Eileen Davidson. But Hello. I mean, Rina's duster, I really want. Um, I mean, I know it's for women, but I like. I want to order a Rina duster like so bad. They look so cozy. She's um, killing that QVC game. Anyway, so Dorit's the what, best what, what, what do I hope to see happens with Beverly Hills? Is Denise, do you think um, Denise will bring drama? Because you know her personally. Or do you think she's going to be more of like a, a person who's friends with everyone and kind of a connective tissue, which we need on these shows too? It's so funny. I um, oh man, it's so funny. Look, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of your podcast. I know, I'm going to get you in trouble. I'm a fan of your podcast. So I've heard in the past you talking about 
Denise Richards's other uh, endeavors. <laughs> well, I said her, her, it's complicated. It was not complicated. Okay, was that's like, another show that Denise is on, and right. you were critical of that. I think in under the right circumstances, much like all the Housewives franchises, when you get a good cast together that clicks and can hit it. Chemistry. Uh, and by the way, that's why I don't say everyone's like, who's your, who's your favorite franchise? It, uh, it, it, it depends on what the cast is. For yeah. example, normally my favorite franchise is Atlanta. Last season, not that so cast great. just didn't work for me, man. Kim not going on trips, uh, them fighting over cockroach videos. You know, it's just like doormat arguments in Ethbanya. Like they were like grasping at like arguments and things to fight over. It just didn't work for me. Do you think Kim could ever return again in a proper way? Because um, I feel like we were all excited about Kim's return. But I then gotta tell just, you, it, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Kim not going to Spain. Yeah, I, I yeah. was I was done with her. You know, yeah. I was just done, done with her. One of like one of the rules is you got to go on that trip. Mm-hmm. Like we look forward to those trips. It's honestly, it's what we talk about. It's what we spend a good episode on every I love reunion. Jerry, right? I'm like love how talk about. I love you. So and much. you got to go on. No, it actually yeah. it actually angered me when yeah. Kim was not on that trip, and then she called up and tried to start a fight over texting because her daughter made a, a video right. of a cockroach. No. Kim, yeah. Kim is Kim is not invited back. You know what? Give Marlo a peach. Marlo went Marlo on that trip. Marlo deserves it. Marlo tried her hardest to make sure there was some sort of confrontation happening. Oh God, what was Marlo drinking on those trips? It was something terrible, <laughs> like Fanta and vodka, or something like <laughs> Arbor Mist. Or something. It was. It was something like uh, it was Fanta. Uh, uh, don't quote me on this. I don't know exactly, but Marlo was like, "Get me another Fanta and vodka." And then she would talk about someone's doormat. Marla's By the way, my wife and I immediately went online and <laughs> bought huge doormats after we saw that oh, yeah. episode. I swear to you. And you know what? Marla was 100% right. They are like do- doormats, Door- like large doormats <laughs> do do make a difference. They need a big one. You know, I think Dallas is so good right now because they do a lot of group events. You know, like Dallas, I feel like is constantly all together as a group. And that's what, what do you make of Dallas? Like, I love Dallas. I'm so passionate about it. What would you say to people who maybe they're not, uh, they're used to the old guard of like, they love the OC and they love Beverly Hills. What would you say to someone to get them into Dallas? You know, my wife said it perfectly when she said the thing that my, the thing that she likes the most about Dallas right now is the fact that because it's sort of a newer franchise and because a lot of these women don't have large companies or like QVC lines or they don't work for like investors yet, mm-hmm. it's still like a little rough around the edges. Yeah. So their fights are still a little like scrappy, scrappy and clumsily good. Mm-hmm. And I, I will fight anyone who wants to tell me different, but Leanne Locken is greatest. Maybe one of the best housewives of all 100%. time. I 100% agree. I and, love Leanne. I mean, the quotes They're that just she hands. has given us. Yeah. <laughs> I know the boys who did it. <laughs> Went to the roundup. This is dick sucked. Dick sucked. <laughs> like, I know the boys who did it. But because I'm going to tell you why that was such an amazing quote. Because if you close your eyes and listen to it, uh, I, I don't know exactly the thing, but something about the roundup. He gets his dick sucked. <laughs> So what it does is it gives us an image. If you close your eyes and listen to that, dick sucked at the roundup. You close your eyes and you think it's like a group of men in like, in like I think of like chaps 
and like hats and super <laughs> hot like guys off the farm with vests and they're just sitting around with like a piece of hay like like almost like midnight cowboy like at the back of a bar and then like uh Carrie Dauber's like husband is like back there just looking around like hey fellas mark. and like a oh, mark Do- uh, uh, yeah yeah mark and um and like he's just out there and they're like hey and then he like unbuckles his pants and like those guys with the cowboy hats just take their hats off and it's like they just start like performing oral sex on him, and it's Everyone just that's like listening's wet. Right it's now. just like <laughs> Carrie Dauber's husband, like oh, oh, just get and like someone's watching that, and then they like everybody buckles up and cleans up, and then they go back out to the bar, and then somehow those guys like are hanging out with Leanne one night, and they're like, hey, you know your friend Carrie? Would you say? Yeah. <laughs> Her husband, I sucked his dick <laughs> last week at the roundup. What? Yeah, I sucked it real good. I sucked it dry. It's drier than an armadillo roadkill. Also, also, it was boys, so it's like a group of boys did it. Like it's just not just one. It was a group of boys who did it. It's just really. It just. It was I like it had everything. I love Liam, Jerry. I had all these questions, and we're not even. I don't even know what we're. I'm not getting to any of them. But what? Tell me about the New Jersey trailer. What do you think about New Jersey? Did you watch the trailer? Oh, you know what? Um, uh, it's so funny. You were talking about housewives. Uh, you, uh, you, you, you were talking about franchises and. Just, you know, staleness and trying to make them exciting. They obviously blew up the whole cast of New Jersey and wanted to start anew. And um, I think it looks really promising. Yeah, I, I think too. it looks real promising. You know, there were a few storylines that I was really following in last season's New Jersey. And um, Dolores is I think Jersey was good last season. It was just a little short and like a little maybe. I, I don't know. It, it just didn't. It, for didn't some click. reason, it didn't sit well with me. To be honest, it's been a little while since I've seen it, so I can't really go into detail. Right. Uh, uh, Siggy was a weird storyline, you know, yeah. like all that stuff. If anyone recalls, there was like a seminar where she was confronting people. It was it was strange. Rough it was stuff. just it just <laughs> felt like it just felt a touch wonky last season. It yeah. just felt strange to me. But um, I thought that new trailer looked super promising. What even looked more promising was I found out this term just the other day because now I'm a Bravo employee. The super tease. Um, I'm not talking about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the super tease uh, for Orange County for the rest of the season really Looks had some great. fun stuff. It had trips to Jamaica. Vicky's facelift. Vicky's uh, cosmetic surgery. Really funny. Gina going, I see you. Look, you got your gobble gobble <laughs> removed. And like I saw day drinking and I saw um, a cultural appropriation. They're all right. wearing the dreadlocks when they go to Jamaica. You know they're all going to be like eating edibles when they go down there. It's going to be everything we want. Like a facelift. Super fun. <laughs> Cultural appropriation, like oh, all I the best a, thing. I have a really fun um, theory on Orange County and why it's so good right now yeah. is um, we have Gina who is um, just entering a divorce and the hell that that brings and the pain and the drama and the, uh, I mean, this is a terrible thing to say, the entertainment that that brings to these shows. I'm so sorry uh, no. for saying that drama is, enter- uh, that that divorce is entertaining, but everyone gets gets my drift. Oh, we have Kelly who's just still not over her mm-hmm. divorce, which just happened. It's fresh and still upset that her ex is dating other people that are in their circle. We have Shannon who just mm-hmm. with her new Shannon Savories is getting out of her divorce and finding herself and identify and like finding her own identity after 22 years of, uh, of being with her husband, uh, her ex-husband, David Bedore, quickly hot or not hot, not hot. Interesting. I mean, he's a, 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 if I didn't know anything about him, I'd say hot. 
Yeah. That one scene where he's in the hot tub and they were on their like second honeymoon or something. Do you remember yeah. that when he was like naked on the beach or something? Yeah, I, I think he's Was super I attracted? Hot. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Would I have turned um, him down? No. Uh, who's hotter, David Bedour or Mauricio of Beverly Hills? David Bedore. I don't, I'm not a Mauricio. I mean, I like Mauricio as a, I like him on the show, but I'm not attracted to Mauricio. Yeah. You know who the hottest house husband is? Is Romaine from Miami. Joanna's husband, ex-husband. Oh, Do you remember? Did you watch Miami? Miami? I'm so sorry. Jerry, how dare you? Wait, Jerry. Oh, wait, I, wait, wait, l- l- let me just say one last thing about Orange County and yeah. why it's so popular. And finally, we have Vicky who's desperately trying to enter marriage. So it's like mm. the full, it's like the full rainbow of, Relationships. Of relationships yeah. happening. And we're watching them all unfold in different storylines. There is not one boring storyline in Orange County right now. And it's very interesting to me psychologically how they're all projecting onto each other. Well, you know, actually, I, I have to tell you, we actually talk about this on Play by Play. Do, Monday nights. Do Monday nights on Bravo. Do the ladies have a right to give advice to Gina about right. divorce? I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, or, or on marriage at all. Like, <laughs> like, should you be taking divorce advice from any of right, these women? Right, right. And I actually thought, think that the girls are trying to help Gina get through and deal with this. They've been through it, and they're like, you got to go through these feels, right. or else you're like, you're gonna they'll hit you later you're gonna be miserable like yeah. you have to you have to start to cope with this and cope with this now i think they're actually being true friends i'm like i'm liking orange county right now i was yeah. skeptical starting it going into it and now i'm like totally on board i like it jerry i have to ask you true. mariah carey's one of my favorite people of sure. all time i ask every guest what their favorite mariah carey song you were famously in the heartbreaker music video sure. i'm wearing my rainbow tank top underneath oh, good. my mariah rainbow tell me do you have any good story about mariah what's your favorite mariah song is it heartbreaker God, I love her. I mean, I guess I should say Heartbreaker. Um, what is my favorite Mariah song? I mean, I guess I, I, I guess I have to say Heartbreaker. That video was so. Do you do you get do you feel that that was iconic? Like, because that was. I mean, Mariah fans like that's one of her best videos. Like, we love that video. W- w- why it's probably one of her best? I'll tell you. I mean, I was there. She looked amazing right. in that video. You know, I mean, famously wore that crop top. Oh, when and I, those the cut off jeans yeah. she made popular. When I met her, she was in that outfit. And I was, I was really attracted to her. Yeah. I mean, I was really like, because also she was like a full woman. She was all woman and it was just all boobs and yeah. butt and just like, by the way, there's nothing like unreal about that situation. And she was dating someone else at the time. She, I'm going to tell you the story. It's yeah. highly annoying. But I met her and I was called into her trailer and it was huge. My and we were drinking champagne out of a... Magnum, which I didn't know until that point actually had liquid in them. I thought they were just in like Italian restaurants or in like diners in New York as like decoration. Mariah's got them on her trailer. But it was like literally like, like I like had to hold it under my arm. Like I was like holding like a wheelbarrow and like pour it into flutes. <laughs> Wait, so was it just you two in the trailer? Um, There was... Oh, God, I feel like I'm at the Kavanaugh hearings. There were... (laughs) (laughs) This is Um, my version of the Kavanaugh hearings, Jerry. (laughs) This is my version of that. Oh, man, this is crazy. Uh, Let me... uh, Gosh, don't don't break out my yearbook. (laughs) I'm boofing. I did a lot of boofing in high school. Um, (laughs) There may have been a security person who was in and out. You know, I may have been in there by myself for a second. Uh, Let me put it this way. I thought for a second... Is this going to happen? Like, like it's all happening, Sheena Shea style. If it, if it, like I was, and I wanted it to happen. Now I was younger, so I wasn't as like I didn't like Smooth. have the moves like Jagger. 
but like I, I wanted it. To, I trust me, I wanted it to happen. I was a single young man, and I wanted it to happen, and it didn't happen at that point. I mean, I would never. I would never make a move, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just couldn't. I was just, just in awe. Time, bad timing. Bad I was timing. in the awe of the whole situation, and she looked, still to this day, Mariah's beautiful, looked gorgeous, and the voice of an angel. I mean, queen. what legend, queen icon. Soon after that, uh, a security detail showed up, and fucking Luis Miguel. Fucking, that's who she was. Dating who she at was the going time. out with, and once he showed up, there was like, uh, there was like four or five bodyguards deep. I, I actually didn't see her for the rest of the shoot. Wow. I, I I saw her on set, but at that time, at that moment, he was like always at the monitor, yeah. and like I couldn't compete with him. He's like you know a millionaire or like yeah. Latin. That video was just so good. One more question because I know we have to let you go. I want to ask well, you. I don't have anywhere to go. Oh well, then sit tight. <laughs> sit tight. I want to ask you about. Sc- so I love Scream. I'm doing like a whole separate episode on Scream, but I want to talk about Scream Two for just a second. You I was were, one of the stars. You I were was one of the stars. Of the actors. Scream Two. Spoiler alert. What do you uh, do? You oh, do I have to say spoiler alert if no. a film is 20 no, years it's old? It's old as fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's old as fuck. You imagine if someone was like, "You son of a bitch! I haven't even seen that movie yet." <laughs> Wait, did you have any scenes with Laurie Metcalf? Now I'm yeah. like running through I had it. the final scene, but I was right. possibly dead. I. She's amazing. I, I still see her a lot. Oh really? Um, I recently worked on Big Bang Theory with her. Right. She plays Sheldon's, Sheldon's mother. Mom. Amazing fact. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Lori Metcalf plays Sheldon's mother in Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Do you know what I I'm know about to say? Going. Yeah, and her daughter plays in the young in young Sheldon. Her daughter plays her as the young wife or something. Uh, I don't uh, watch either, uh, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I just sadly know that <laughs> her biological daughter right. plays young Sheldon's. Right. Mother. Right. Mind-blowing. W- w- was your mind not blown when you found yeah, out about it to- that? It was, yeah. I mean, and by any, the way, any Laurie Metcalf fact blows my mind. Like, I, I hey, really good actress, man. She's so good. I know. She's fantastic. As good as Lady Bird. I mean, it's in, she's insane. And she, honestly, in Scream too, she's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like, that whole last speech when she's talking about Mother... Also, you were such, I mean, you're still such a stud now, but you were like such a stud too then. Well, it's funny. I had, I was basically the clean cut, like frat boy. But you, ha- don't, you, you have a baby face. I feel like you don't, you're not aging at it's, all. It's, it's Botox. Do you we all, <laughs> no, it's just, it's straight Botox. You look amazing. Um, all over my body. What can I say what about I Scream, Scream 2? 2? I blacked out. Um, <laughs> what can I say about Scream 2? You know what's funny about Scream 2 is um, I was, Famously, when I was a kid, I was in Stand By Me. Yeah. So I was known as like the fat kid in Stand By Me. And like I went to college and, you know, still in college, like a lot of people were always like fat kid in Stand By Me. I, I was too young to realize it was like an iconic movie. It would, like it would anger me when people would say, call me fat kid from Stand By Me. It was almost like I felt insulted by it, you right. know. And then upon graduation... I did a science fiction show for Fox, and then I did when I was doing that, I booked Jerry Maguire to one play favorite, the quarterback. One of my favorite movies of all time. So it was a big deal that I booked that role, you know, and it was a big deal because yeah. it was Tom Cruise and Cameron Crowe, Bonnie Hunt, Bonnie Hunt. There was talk about like Oscar stuff, and that was a big deal. That film came out; it was a really big deal. And the next film I booked was Scream Two. And that was around like Nev Campbell, Rebecca Gayhart, uh, Courtney Cox, um, Sarah Michelle Geller, Sarah Michelle Geller, Portia de Rossi, Portia de Rossi, I, I, I Laurie keep Metcalf, Lori <laughs> Metcalf, Jamie Kennedy, David Arquette. Um, yeah, you know there was like it was like a young huge stars, and we'd all go out together, 
and I felt like I was part of like a like a rap like a brat yeah. pack, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I always felt like kind of like the fat kid from Stand by Me. Like I just felt like right. it, you know how we all as right. We all feel like outsiders. We all feel like we're not invited to the cool parties. Like you'd come to LA and you'd look at the hills up here and you'd be like, like I know there, I know there are cool kids hanging out up yeah. there. Why aren't I up there? I'm just as funny as all them. I'm just as nice. Um, I should be in those parties. And when I did scream too, I felt like you felt like you're at the party. I literally, I felt like I'm, I'm like this is where I want to be. Like this is this is the party is here. Everybody wants to come to this party, and it was a real like. It was a real confidence booster for me. Yeah. I love that. No, I love that. I want to ask. I want to do a quick lightning round with you, and then I'll let you go. Oh, please, Lynn Curtin or Alexis Bellino? <laughs> Alexis Bellino. Favorite <laughs> Jim Bellino. <laughs> Favorite Meg Ryan movie? I guess Harry Met Sally. Pretty, oh no, no, Inner Space. Pretty Woman or My Best Friend's Wedding? You're going to be really mad at me. I've never seen My Best. How dare Friend's you? Wedding. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Simpson or Mandy Moore? You ready for this? Yeah. These are the gayest questions you've had to answer on this press tour, That's huh? Okay. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Did you wait? Did you ever date her? Oh, I tried hard. Yeah. <laughs> tried hard. Sorry to club. This was pre-marriage to Nick Lachey. Sorry to pre-marriage. Club. Yeah. Saw her at a club, and uh, really like did this thing where I tried to get in her eye line, and like she was in a via. I, uh, this is what happened always. People were in via uh, like. Attractive stars were in VIP sections, and I was not in the VIP section. I would call them over. I would go up to the ropes, and I'd like try and call them over, yeah, and they'd yeah. usually come up. And I go, "Yeah, I'm, I'm with her." And then I'd like walk in, and then they'd be like, "What was that?" I don't know you. And I'd be like, "Hey, I just wanted to get in here. What's up? I'm Jerry. How are you? I'm in Jerry let me, let me buy you around." And that would usually be my end. And um, I tried that with Jessica Simpson, and I was like, "Hey, I was like calling her the ropes," and she flat out like, uh, "Jessica." Jessica, how dare you? How dare you, Jessica? Skinny hey, girl. Um, uh, <laughs> let me just say, did you, uh, since we're talking about Bravo, did you see her sister, Ashley Simpson, and Evan Ross on Watch What Happens Live? I did, yes. And it was it was a weird appearance. Did you um, think? You know, I thought those two kids were pretty good together. Yeah. Have you watched their reality I show? Have. I have. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I like it. I think it's cute. It's uh, E does a different style, a different uh, pacing of reality TV. Sure. And it, not b- good or bad. It's just completely different than Bravo. So the first episode, it was, um, it was like, what's going on? It's a little slow. But then once you adjust, and I feel that way about Kardashians too. If like I put it on, mm-hmm. it just it's a little slower paced, right. and it's a different kind of show. Like Bravo sure. has a certain pace, sure. So I liked I like it, and I like the music they're putting out together really a lot. Good. Actually, yeah. Look at that, uh, Skinny Girl Margarita, or Ramona Pina Grigio. <laughs> uh, skinny Girl Margarita. Three favorite things about Kelly Ripa, or the first three that come to mind. L- let me really be nice about this because Kelly Ripa came and was a guest on our. She's on the next episode, man. And I gotta say. That girl does not have to come on that show. Like, yeah. she she doesn't have to come on that show. She's a big star. Right. I like, love Kelly Ripa. She doesn't have to come. Yeah. And she came. I, I mean, honestly, like, she is super nice. Right. And I, I mean, I know we're friends and all that stuff. And, you know, I know I co hosted, you know, Kelly and Ryan a bunch of times. But you're so, amazing on it. My mom is like obsessed with you on sure, that. Sure. Moms yeah. love me. But, um, she didn't have to come on that Bravo show. Yeah. And as a lark, we like asked her and she was like, you want me there? Oh, great. What time? And she showed up and she does that because she's like a nice person. Right. I've got news for you. If she asked me to like come and be on her show because she was in a jam, I, I probably would be like, oh, I'm in I'm LA. I'm doing a yeah. podcast. I, I, I mean, podcast, I could, yeah. but I mean like just, you know, if you really need me, yeah. Right. Like, and she was just there. Um, three things I can say. Gorgeous, super fun, 
Um, but really sexy. Also her, I mean, that job, I feel like you were so great on it and she's been doing it forever. And, and Kathy Lee and Hoda too. It's like, I feel like a morning show gig where you have to be entertaining a high energy, but not too high energy. Like the balancing act of morning TV, like I'm endlessly fascinated by talk shows. And I just think she's one of the best, like watching her steer that ship is so, she's so good. Definitely uh, Kelly Ripa, one of the best. I'm going to break down my oh, best because yeah, yeah. I watch endless daytime television as well. Um, I'm a huge Wendy Williams fan. Wendy's amazing. And you you took over for her yeah. once. Recently. I love, I mean, my and you day were is fantastic at it too. My day starts, starts with Kelly Ripa, Kelly and Ryan. And then it emojis on over to Wendy Williams. Sure. It goes right. It, it just one goes right into the other. I love. Wendy, I love that I mean, hot topics with Wendy Williams. Me too. I watch. Her, I only do her hot topics unless it's a guest. Then I'll watch it. But her hot topics, like she does twenty minutes or how long was it? You did the show. It's like twenty. Uh, you know. L- let me just give you some insight for those who don't know. You can look it up on YouTube. Wendy um, took a sabbatical earlier this year, and they asked me. Wendy personally asked me. To fill in for five day, for a week, right. and it was a big deal because Wendy had never had someone fill in. You know, on Kelly and Ryan, they have people fill in all the time. Wendy had never had someone fill in, and I really felt like it was just it was the greatest honor mm-hmm. that's ever been bestowed on me. I got news: you, I could win a Pulitzer, and notice how I pronounce that, uh, and <laughs> it it would it would it it would pale in comparison to Wendy yeah. allowing me to co-host her luxury cruise liner. Right. She's but amazing. it was so scary because you don't realize how scary it is that Wendy comes out for 20 minutes and talks yeah. by herself. Just on that fucking purple chair, like, in captivating the audience. You know, when I had done Kelly and Ryan a bunch, you're there with Kelly. Like, yeah. Kelly... Kelly doesn't even... Kelly doesn't even need anyone. Right. So it's like... I. It's It's beyond a crutch. It's like... It's like you don't even have to like do anything. You're right. just on autopilot. You're just sitting in the passenger seat, and all you have to do is say yes, or you know maybe make one joke in between whatever funny things Kelly is saying because Kelly really knows what Kelly's doing. Yeah, but that first day I had to go out and do twenty yeah, minutes. Twenty minutes. It's like I mean, it's it's worse than stand up, really, because you're doing you're talking about specific topics. Like you can't talk about it whatever was, you want. You have to talk was, about these. It was the most scared I've been. I did do a Broadway show. And that was scary the night we got reviewed, but um, it was the most scared I've been in my adult life. You were fantastic. Yeah. I, I truly, truly, I watched it. I was, you were yeah. amazing. Jerry, I'm going to let you go because I've been t- keeping you for so long, but w- tell me about Play by Play. Play by Play, uh, Monday nights on Bravo. It's Andy Cohen's baby. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's Meet the Press, except instead of, you know, talking about uh, the Kavanaugh hearings, yeah. we're talking about... Uh, Vicky Gumbelson's love tank. And we truly need it now more than ever because the the current news is so dark and everything. And I feel like we all need a half an hour to go and just, you know, replay our stories. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Recap our stories. It's it's a really fun, it's a really funny show. You know what's funny is um, I think they're looking for, you know, programming that goes, you know, beyond, you know, what it's almost like if the after show after Watch What Happens Live kept recording, 
it's like we get a little more time with these right. topics and stuff. And it's really fun. We go into our meetings every week and we've watched every episode and they go, what do you want to talk about? And it's like, I want to talk about Vicky not being herself and Steve Lodge and Vicky changing who she is and the fact that we know her more than anybody else does. And they go, okay, that'll be one of our topics, you know? Amazing. It's super fun. And, and, you we, tell and you're we have having, to get you on there. Oh my God, I would die, Jerry. I'd love it. <laughs> uh, that's all I want to do is talk about housewives. All I want to do in life. What I love about you on Play by Play, it's only been one episode, but you could tell and even talking to you now, you are so fucking passionate about these topics and that's it makes the the bravo loving audience it makes us feel like one of us is on that Um, let me just say where it really all changed for me this is like this is maybe 12 years ago i I don't know the exact dates but i was a friend of andy cohen's and he had just started hosting watch what happens live which was this is before you guys were even born only on sunday nights no i watched it it was one night a week yeah and it was the best because it would you, it would come out of whatever housewife was on just that one night a week on Sundays, and he would have the live after show. And remember that Nene and Kim fight? Of course. You need to go somewhere. Drag and queens to are me. great. I love you, drag queens. Well, you queen the one queen. that called me a drag queen, and I think that it was a compliment. Thank you. Now go to sleep, wig, and no, close I'm your legs to marry me. Night night. You know what the funny part close of the story your legs is? The funny part of the story. The only thing you say is that close your legs to marry me. When I have never denied the fact that Papa is married, so come up with something else a little bit more original. The first episode he invited me to was after, I believe, a couple episodes of New Jersey's second season. Don't quote me on this. Um, And Melissa Gorka was a brand new cast member. And Trey, Teresa, was (laughs) (laughs) giving her a real hard time. And like basically the gist of the storyline was, you owe me. I got you this, yeah, you're this, on this job. Show. I guess it's also like... But then she sort of like secretly went behind her back, maybe. I don't want to generalize maybe. the stereotype, but you know, I think you know a lot with New Jersey is like, you owe me. Like, where's, right. where's, where's my cut? Right, right. Um, where's my cut? You know? <laughs> I'm a part of this, too. I got you this job. Yeah, you're here because of me. Right. And Melissa Gorga was sort of, it was her first season. She was sort of this younger, doe-eyed wife of- Fresh-faced. Fresh-faced wife of Joe Gorga. And Teresa was really giving it to her. And Andy Cohen invited me to be on The Housewives with Teresa Gudice. After the table flip and everything, I was so honored. I was so honored. I was honored. I was honored. And I sat next to her and Andy said to me live on the show, Jerry, what's your opinion? And I'm sitting next to Teresa Gudice. I'm looking at Joe. I'm looking at Joe in the front row. And they're an intimidating couple, man. Yeah. I'm telling oh, yeah, you, yeah. they're intimidating. And he's like glaring at me. And I said, I got to tell you, I, I said, Teresa, you had us all at prostitution whore. <laughs> yeah. We're all on your side. Nobody's not on no, your side. No we, one. Teresa, Trey, we love you. Yeah. We love you. Entered the Hall of Fame that night with the table flip. The Hall of Fame. You're the yeah. you're the you're the founder. Yeah, you you're the Walt Disney, <laughs> the, Walt, the Walt of Bravo. <laughs> but the way you're treating your sister in law, it makes you seem a yeah. little jealous of the younger cast member coming in. And I said that, and I couldn't believe I said it on air. Like I was scared. I was. I didn't know if Joe was going to jump up and hit me, yeah. or I didn't know what was going to happen. And like. Teresa was like explaining herself and like saying, no, 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 understand. Look, I got this. And like, she like explained herself and I was like, I understand. Hey, listen, we love you. But it it looks, the way it looks to us is that you're jealous of your younger Mm sister-in-law. That's how it looks to us. And 
Um, the next day, I took my kids to Baskin and Robbins, and there's this old, there's this lady who, I shouldn't say old lady, but there's this lady who worked at Baskin and Robbins who I had like a nodding relationship with, and my kids got a scoop, you know, three days a week or whatever, and I went in there and I went, hey, yeah, a scoop of mint chocolate chip, a scoop of, uh, you know, um, sherbet, <laughs> cookie dough, and I, and I walked in and she went, oh my god, I couldn't believe that you said that. Yeah, to, to, to Teresa, you were absolutely right. I couldn't believe you said that. And I went, oh, yeah. And she went, I just, well, I was screaming at the TV. I was like, you're right. Go into her. And I was like, wow, there's really something to be said about, like, expressing your opinions mm-hmm. on on these shows, you know? Yeah. And you have to come in with an opinion. And I love it when those guests, like, Chloe Moritz was on a couple a month ago and right. she was talking about how she's a fan of Leanne Locken and these hands and it's just like when like whenever you see Jennifer Lawrence come on there and she talks about how much she loves don't quote me on this I think Dorinda or Bethany or she had the or the Countess or something and she yeah had the, she had that, that dinner party with Countess and Bethany at right point, yeah I mean you you love it when you see that so then anytime I came on Watch What Happens Live I tried to always serve some take you know well, it's so great as a bravo fan to see someone like a star like you or jennifer lawrence or whoever that loves bravo as much as we do it's just but it, andy it, also lovingly always put me on with like whoever was going through it you know right. he always booked me with because he knew you'd be able to talk about it and he knew you'd be able to go uh, in if there's a question he or something. always booked me with some good ones he booked me with sonia morgan right after she had that whole <laughs> rejuvenation thing which was such like i mean just amazing uh she booked me with carol radzowell once i forget what was happening there do you think andy when he called her trumpian on your show that was crazy in your face you were like shocked were you yeah like, it's actually a gift away. now you can download oh, yeah. it my my <laughs> uh, my face i couldn't believe he said yeah. it I was shocked too. Um, it's crazy because um, we never see Andy take sides, yeah, especially in reunions. And you know that's why when he came on, I you know I, I see it as a gift that he gave it to us because you know uh, Jezebel wrote an article about Carol it. responded to it. Carol responded right. to it and said that he was Trumpian, but I, I really don't recall Andy getting into such a public battle with a housewife. I, I guess. Agree. When, Kim Zolziak, there was something about how he wasn't defending her, but you know he can say, "Look, I'm I'm not supposed to take right. sides." I here. think he just sort of stepped back from Kim Zolciak, but with the Carol thing, it felt like he actually. I mean, saying she, of all people to say is Trumpy, and I think that was some. Of course, she got upset about it. Look, it's evident as uh, after his appearance on Bravo's Play by Play, we got the exclusive mm-hmm. with Andy. That he's got an issue with Carol. I mean, your face, it was that's why it's a gift now, because your face was just like, what? I, <laughs> you couldn't believe it. Oh, I've actually used it like five times since then. My wife and I got into a fight last night. I loved how she was on it, too. It was so cool. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute that my wife comes yeah. in there. It's really fun, too, because it's the four of us, and it's sort of like a basement set with all these like Bravo relics around yeah. there. And then like... Like Rebecca, my wife comes on and she's sort of like this big screen thing, like looking down. It's almost like opening the basement door and being like, "Hey guys, hold on a second. I heard, I heard what you were saying about uh, about Dorinda. Look, if she's not ready and she says she doesn't have a problem, then there isn't a problem. Okay, that's it. Case closed. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, I, love, like, I love it's, that. It's sort of fun, you know, because um, when you do these shows like Andy's Clubhouse, it, like it has to have actually, like. It has to have sort of like when when you watch Watch What Happens Live, you feel like you're in Andy's like you feel like, like clubhouse. That's you what, feel like you're in a lounge, yeah. you know. Right. And this, you know, I think Bravo's play by play is supposed to feel like a basement, mm-hmm. and instead of poker night, where they're talking about yeah. um, 
um, where they're talking about uh, Kelly Dodd and does she have a right to be to judge who Mike her ex goes out with? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I mean, I love the small. That's what made Watch What Happens Live su- succeed at such a uh, quick pace. But I loved it, Jerry. I love you so much. Thank you for doing the show, man. What an Thank honor! You. This really, is, I mean, truly I'm such a dream. A fan. I love. I'm so excited for Play by Play every Mondays. Oh, by um, the way, can I talk about the setting of where we're doing this uh, Jerry, recording you could from? Talk for, yeah, this is my house. It's a haunted so, house. <laughs> so, so, so we're in your apartment, and you already have Halloween decorations are all up and out. Look, no shame. I love Home Goods. Home Goods, sure, a huge fan. And did I go to Home Goods last weekend and go a little overboard? Yeah. No, but am it's, I proud of it? Yeah. It's, it's just we're just into October, and they're already all up. No, it's a haunted fucking house. I always feel weird about having people at my house because I'm like, oh my god, I feel I I just feel vulnerable. But um, um, I'm are, glad are we going to have Thanksgiving here. decorations that are going to go up right? Oh, 100. There's like okay. turkey paraphernalia, and then they come down <laughs> and immediately holiday decorations. Yeah, like Christmas will be up before Thanksgiving. Then immediately <laughs> Christmas down, and then New Year's decorations. No New Year. No Christmas will be up until March. Uh, <laughs> and then, then we start the cycle over again. I love it. Like I love. People, it. I like. Hol- I'm a big holiday. I'm very basic. I love it. I think it makes me. It makes me feel good. That I don't know how. Oh, by the way, I want to shout out to anyone who has like an Instagram account. I don't need pictures at your local pharmacy of the like Halloween decorations that are out and say like this is too soon already. Right. Let people enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, like it's just such an annoying it. like standard like post like. You know, right after this, it'll be like the, the Christmas, Christmas decorations early. will be on and be like, this is no, really? People, it's November. I know. People are like that with Christmas music. It's like, I want to listen to Mariah Carey's. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago in uh, Ohio, and I was requesting Mariah Carey's Christmas music, and they didn't play it. And I was like, come on. Everyone will be happy if you play it. Like, yeah. you ever play All I Want for Christmas is You in the middle of September? People jam the fuck out to it. <laughs> sure. I'm more of a George Michael Last Christmas. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Jerry, thank you so much. This was fun. Love it. Okay, guys, let's take a quick break. And then we'll come back with just a few final thoughts. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like, I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, wasn't Jerry great? I swear, I had heard that he was one of the nicest humans, and truly, 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 he is. I can confirm that. I had such a delight talking to him. Oh my God, he was just such a gem. And he knows his Bravo stuff. He knows his stories. And I appreciate that. So I want everyone to watch Play by Play. It's on tonight. If you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, it's tonight, Monday nights, 
10 p.m. on Bravo. Please check it out. Kelly Ripa's on the episode tonight, which Kelly Ripa's a gem, a human, an icon. <laughs> a human? <laughs> she's definitely a human. But she's like a queen, a legend, someone that we need to support and we need to cherish because she's one of our national treasures. So, and, and so is Jerry, to be quite honest. So please, everyone check that out. We need this to keep going so that I could get on it. <laughs> and we need that. That's a shameless plug, but you know what? It is what it is. I hope you guys enjoyed my chat with Jerry. I want to thank Michelle. Michelle uh, is the one who organized this, this wonderful interview and she's just the best. So thank you, Michelle. Bravo. Oh, I want to say that I didn't get to the Facebook questions from the Everything Iconic Facebook group. I asked some of you guys for questions. And unfortunately, you guys, I didn't even get to most of my questions. <laughs> but it was for the best reasons, because Jerry's so chatty and he knows his stuff. So I apologize, but I do want to encourage everyone to join the Everything Iconic Facebook group. If you go to Facebook.com, just search Everything Iconic. The group is called Everything Iconic, the Cynthia Swan Crisis Center for Pop Culture Lovers. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. I also want to thank Adam Salandra, who's been on the show before. Adam produced this episode, so I want to thank Adam for being here. He was so wonderful and helpful. And speaking of Adam Salandra, I want to encourage everyone to go on over to Patreon, so the Everything Iconic Patreon page. It's like a subscriber page, so for $4 or more per month, you get access to a bunch of Everything Iconic bonus episodes. And right now, because this is very important, there is a comeback pop dive. So if you were tuning in today and you were hoping for one of the traditional pop dives, it wasn't here. (laughs) Surprise. Surprise. You just listened to an hour that wasn't that. However, we do have a comeback pop dive over on Patreon. So the comeback is my all-time favorite show, truly my number one. It's with Lisa Kudrow. It was on HBO for two seasons. Hopefully it'll be on another season. Anyway, Adam and I did a comeback pop dive full episode. It's over on Patreon. And it was originally scheduled to be the Monday episode. However, we got this interview. So of course, we had to flip it around a little bit. So the comeback pop dives over on Patreon. And then maybe in a couple months or something, we'll put it on the main feed. But I just wanted to let everyone know and encourage everyone to go listen to that because it's really, really fun. And also just the support on the Patreon is what uh, allows me to keep making this podcast. So I want to thank all the Patreon subscribers. I love you guys so much. And if you want to help out, you want to subscribe, you want to uh, do that, (laughs) just go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Again, that's patreon.com slash everything iconic. And for $4 or more per month, you get access to all of those bonus episodes and your money just helps us make this podcast. So I want to thank everyone that's over there. This Thursday, we'll have more Bravo talk. And then next Monday will be uh, another pop dive. I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this podcast. And what else? There's one more thing. We have to do our cool down, which has quickly become my favorite part of this whole podcast. So I want everyone to take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Take another deep breath in. Breathe out. Take one more deep breath in. And I want you guys to think of a song that you really love, like your favorite song or a song that makes you happy or the first song that comes to mind. Breathe out. And whatever that song was, hopefully it was something that makes you happy. I want you to go and listen to that song. And don't worry about doing anything else. You know, just go put on that song. If you're driving, put it on while you're driving. Be careful, though, if you're driving. If you're at home, just put on that song and just enjoy the music. Don't think about anything else. Don't think about hopping onto Twitter while you're listening to the song, or or don't think about anything you have to do. Don't think of your to-do list. Don't think of your work. Just zone out and enjoy that one song. Let the cares and worries of your day melt away while you listen to that song that you love. I want to thank you guys. 
so much for listening. I love you so, so much. Bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories so much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.